Hello, America. It's Friday. Great show coming up next. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's Friday. And uh, that always makes... Doesn't it make you feel special, Stu? It Aren't sure you does. just mm-hmm. like, yeah. You're revved up, ready to go. That's right. Are you... Yeah, yeah. Are you... Are you? Did you decorate your... Uh, Hang on just a second. Uh, I got to find out exact because it's it rolls off your tongue. So, did you deca- decorate your World Day Against Trafficking in Persons tree? I have not. I have not even picked it up yet from the lot. Uh, there was just yeah, not a lot I left. Had, Everyone had already cleared it all yeah, out. Yeah, I know. I didn't get my tree up, but I I have my my World Day Against Trafficking in Persons Advent calendar. <laughs> uh, and today was the last day to open it up. And it Seems was really, weird to have like a piece of chocolate yeah. every day to celebrate uh, yeah. that particular holiday. <laughs> well, you know, some people would say that, but I, it's the way I like to remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to remember every, every kind of, you know, slave or atrocity kind of act with chocolate. Um, it, it helps me really zero in and make a difference in the world. Anyway, um, let me talk to you a little bit about relief factor. Have you discovered that you can't do that one thing that you've always wanted to do or really enjoyed doing because you're in pain all the time? And every time you swing, swing the club, you're like, ow. Yes. May I suggest relief factor is here and can help you. Uh, relief factor. I was going through some of the worst pain uh, of my life and my hands were so much pain that i couldn't i couldn't pick up a pencil i really like to write letters not to type them uh and i couldn't pick up a pencil or a pen i couldn't paint anymore this is how much relief factor has changed my life uh this weekend is my first art show and i've got i think 12 or 15 paintings that i have done in the last year uh, that's how much it has changed. I couldn't pick up a paintbrush before Relief Factor. Now, I don't have a problem. Relief Factor. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. Get a three-week quick start trial pack for nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Hey, we just have to say another, I don't know what's happening. It's probably COVID, but the sixth high-ranking Cuban military official has suddenly passed away. Uh, And it's quite a shock. I know, I know whoever the hell the dictator is that's running that uh, rat trap of a communist country. Um, I'm sure he was very broken up about it as well. Um, again, the sixth high-ranking Cuban military official has died. That's six in just the last couple of weeks. Stu, let me get some comment and color on that. What do you think might be happening? Is it COVID? It could be COVID. As you know, the U.S. embargo on Cuba has stopped Damn the Americans of vaccines to the tiny <sighs> nation struggling for its survival. You know, if I could say one thing to America today, it would be, why, (laughs) why, why, why do you keep inflicting all this death on Cuba? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, also in the news today, Dave Rubin, who's going to be on our show here in about, uh, oh, I don't know, 100 minutes or so. Dave Rubin is firing back at Twitter 
after Twitter locked him out of his account. Now, here's what that rat bastard Dave Rubin did. Dave Rubin went on higgledy-piggledy last night, and he must have been drunk. Let me tell you what he wrote. He wrote, they want a federal vaccine mandate for vaccines, which are clearly not working as promised just weeks ago. People are getting and transmitting COVID despite the vaccine. So now they're prepping us for booster shots. A sane society might take a pause, but we don't live in a sane society. <laughs> oh, there you go. He was spreading misleading information and possibly harmful information related to COVID-19. Now, Dave, uh, you know, I, I spoke to Dave and Dave's going to be on the program and he'll tell you himself. He said everything I said was true. But do we really know what truth is? Stu, how do we know the truth? I mean, especially when it's ever evolving. You know what I mean? My understanding is basically we take a claim and we ask uh, Mm -hmm. Dr. Fauci if it's correct. And if he says it's correct at that given time, then it is true. And it has the aura of Now, are you leaving out the scientific magic eight ball that he shakes every time? (laughs) I'm not going through his process. I was just saying what our process is. Okay, just our process. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have to ask Dr. Fauci. And look, I'm a doctor, so I I understand (laughs) Fauci's magic eight ball Mm -hmm. scenario Mm -hmm. uh, when he's like, do we wear masks today? And then he shakes it and he's like, (laughs) ask again. You know, so... Uh, it's, uh, it's quite, you know, it's very scientific, very, very scientific. Um, so we're going to talk to Dave Rubin about that. I can't, I mean, when is America really going to wake up and realize, yeah, you don't really have any freedom. Well, you, you really don't. I mean, it's, it kind of is cute the way the America we live in is kind of like a Disney version. I mean, Disney, if Disney was an evil dictator um it's a disney version it kind of resembles france you know it kind of resembles a castle that you might see over in europe but it's really not it's really not you know i'm actually torn on dave rubin's freedom because as you point out uh it is not an act of freedom to take his twitter account because he tweeted something he believes on the other hand He's about to experience real freedom as he takes his one-month sabbatical from the internet and news, which he does every year. And that, to I me, strikes that. me as real freedom in the society right now. It does. It does. I mean, you know, it's really weird because, look, you're going to be a slave if you're on Twitter. They've got all your information. They're tracking you. They know everybody. I mean, is this sounding paranoid? No. It's only true because it's... It's, I'm, I only sound paranoid because they are doing all that thing, all those things. But anyway, um, uh, you know, you, you're you're trapped and your kids are sucked into this bogus world of online uh, information and and uh, social media. But you'll at least know when the official time that you've actually become a slave. You know what I mean? Mm. To them. If you're off social media. You know, you might be free, you might have, you know, no worries or anything like that. But then you don't know, like, hey, I'm officially a slave. You know what I'm saying? 
it'll just they'll just start they'll just march on the you know on your property and they'll be like wait a minute when did this happen and i'm not sure which one i want uh, the ignorance is bliss let me ask mm-hmm. let me let me ask let me ask you would you rather know what you know today or would you rather just be one of those dupes that are just like you know i'm i'm just following the kardashians if I remember the movie right, I think the blue pill was the one where if if Neo took it, he yeah, you take the blue pill, he just goes yeah, back Matrix. to like his normal life and never realizes any yeah. of this happens. Oh, I'm blue yeah. pilling it all day. I take a handful of blue pills and just jam right. them down my gullet. Right. Well, I'm thinking that there's somebody in the government right now going, hmm, we can just get him a bunch of blue pills and jam them down his gullet. It'd be great. I think I would too. I was I was not that guy. But now I'm kind of like, eh, all right, we live in the Matrix. All right, don't tell me about the server farm. I don't want to know about it. I'm fine. Well, I'm good. Everyone I'm praises good. the red pill. I, they, I don't think they showered on the Matrix ship at all. I mean, it, it, it must have been <laughs> the smell of that ship right. just uh, in and of itself yeah. is worth taking the blue pill. Yeah, yeah. Th- they say the truth will set you free. But really, for a long time after you know the truth, before it sets you free, it sucks. sucks yeah. You're like, oh, crap, what? <laughs> Soylent Green really is people. I've been eating people the whole time. Okay. Um, by the way, I have, a, I have a delightful story from the Hamptons. Uh, now, of course, how would you describe the Hamptons on Long Island, Stu? Uh, it's the place where Chris Cuomo summers. Uh, it is a uh, okay. all right. It's you go there. It's I would very like to just, you know how very expensive. You know Disneyland uh, is the is the is the happiest place on earth. This would be the snottiest place on earth. Yeah, sure, you? that's fair. That's yeah, basically okay. fair. Yeah. All right. Okay. I just want to I just want to read this verbatim. Some of the locals driven an hour inland to Long Island for much more affordable groceries due to rising prices. The affluent Hamptons residents are struggling to keep up with their new super rich neighbors. One long time, one long time homeowner locally told Vanity Fair, there's so much money here now. It's nauseating. I mean, I'm a one percenter, but I bear no resemblance to these people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Never ends. Yeah, the unidentified woman told the outlet she now has to work at relaxing. Mm. It's a different place now. It's all of a sudden the Hamptons have become the age of entitlement. (laughs) Uh, Sweetheart, it always has been. (laughs) It always has been. Uh, She says uh, they rent out their properties now. Uh, and they said fifty or seventy-five thousand dollars a day, but I suspect they're renting that place out to closer to a hundred thousand. If I weren't here already, I wouldn't come now. The conspicuous consumption is just grotesque. <laughs> oh my god! From the that's like that's like a Beverly Hills resident telling you how grotesque it is on how people are getting plastic surgery all the time. Hmm. This is basically the area that all the really rich people in Manhattan who went on television and said they needed to lock down the city all escaped to, so they didn't have to deal with any of the restrictions. This is what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, exactly right. 
Um, I am in uh, I'm in St. George uh, today for World Day Against Trafficking in Persons, which is such a I mean, that's the U.N. has named it that. And I I'm so glad that we have the U.N. because things like that, that just rolls off the top. How many times have you said, hey, happy World Day Against Trafficking in Persons Day? Um, but, uh, the, the, the day is meant to wait, raise awareness to help stop the fastest growing criminal enterprise in the world. Um, estimated 2 million children worldwide involved in some way in slavery and trafficking. Uh, and today I'm in St. George this morning with, uh, underground railroad operation, underground railroad and Tim Ballard. Uh, and they're doing a, a big event, people standing against slavery today in St. George. And then this evening uh, at Thanksgiving Point in Salt Lake City, and tickets are still available. I'm going to be speaking there. Lewis House is there. Um, they have some uh, entertainment that is going to be there, some music. Uh, but it is really people who are willing to stand against trafficking. And, you know, uh, you know, I know everybody's against slavery i think i mean that's that is do we still have that in common are we still a nation that is like yeah no i mean i hate your guts and i disagree with everything but slavery yeah i agree with you i do expect a new book from ibram x kendi extolling the virtues of the new slavery that is actually okay that's on around the corner at your local target stop slavery yeah is to have more slavery (laughs) Right. It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) That's right. We need to enslave those people who are related or possibly not related at all to people who used to be slave owners. Mm. Enslave them. That's how anti-slavery I am. I've got a hundred white people in chains. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Anyway, um, this is a day when uh, we can all come together. I really, truly believe that there is... There's a few things that can bring us together. And I used to think that it was the Bill of Rights because that's our unum. That that is from many one. That's why everybody came here. That's why people are still trying to get here from Cuba uh, and other countries where there is oppression because they see the Bill of Rights. They see the ability to speak your mind, to say something that the government doesn't like, and they can't stop you for... Well, no, wait, hang on just a second. I was just thinking of Dave Rubin. Rubin. Okay, so forget that part of the Bill of Rights. But I'm sure there are parts of the Bill of Rights that we still have. Hang on, I was sorry. I was just, I was just thinking of the surveillance system that... The Capitol Police are putting in that the courts have already said it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. So, okay, forget the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment. But other than that, people are coming here because they see the freedoms that we have and the ability to stand up against your own tyrannical. Hang on just a second. I just remember the head guy of the ATF uh, just did an, uh, an interview with a London paper where he said, He's really quite upset that they can't just take guns away from people who say things that he and others don't like. Um, but he's working on that. So forget the Second Amendment. Too. Anyway, once upon a time, there was this fantasy land where you could go and be free. And you could speak your mind. 
Those were the things that people came here for. This is why my family came here and most likely your family came here. We came here because we couldn't be ourselves. We couldn't we couldn't pursue our dreams and not have to go through a whole bunch of red tape and pay homage to some clown that would take a portion of what we did. We didn't have to join unions and guilds and everything else. We came here for freedom. I don't know if we can still unite on that, but perhaps we can still unite on the freedom of other people, actual slaves. Today, stand with us. If you're in this area at all, please join me. You can find all the information uh, at uh, Operation Underground Railroad. Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, that is uh, org. Our sponsor this half hour. Sponsor this, uh, this half hour is Blinds.com. Whether you realize it consciously or not, the way that a room is laid out and put together is really important, uh, especially if it's you know the part of your house you want to spend a lot of time in. Blinds.com understands this and helps you find the perfect finishing touch in the form of the best window treatments available. If it's blinds you need, they have you covered. Indoor or outdoor shades? You're going to find exactly what you want. When you do business with Blinds.com, you're going to transform that space into what you want it to be, what you want it to feel like. Plus, right now, they're offering up to 35% off everything, so you can upgrade any room, indoors or out. With 25 million blinds sold, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments easy online. With free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit, sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast, so upgrade your backyard and your window treatments with Blinds.com and do it today. Blinds.com. Save up to 35% off everything this weekend at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ten second station ID. Hey, uh, hey, Stu, I wanted to get your thought on this. Uh, there is a there's a new study out, um, but I hate to bring it up because the science is settled. The University of Cambridge says the Earth's interior is swallowing up more carbon than anyone thought. Hmm. Uh, apparently, the tectonic plates collide and you know dive down into the interior, and it stays locked down. And they've just published that a third of the carbon uh, recycled beneath volcanic chains returns to the surface via recycling. In contrast to previous theories on what you know what goes down has to come back up, so they they now believe that uh, our CO two problem, what is it, two thirds of it are are actually being eaten by the Earth, and they didn't know that before. Now I know the science is settled, but does that give us maybe an extra month? Uh, you know. Uh, you know, we're like 12 years and one month away from total doom. It's strange how the Earth seems to take care of some of these problems. Uh, it's almost as if it Isn't was designed it? in some way to 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 have people on it. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably just ridiculous. Um, but I, I would say, uh, you know, there is something to be said for the fact that the science has changed here, Glenn. And, and scientific consensus only exists when scientists tell you that it exists and Therefore, they are always right and never wrong, because even if they were wrong before, they were right then, 
And if they, whatever was right before, they've now told you was wrong. So they're still right. So they're right again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you need to remember about all of this. They're just not as right as they were the day before. You know what I mean? They're always, I I disagree. They're always uh, unquestionably right. It's just that they get to tell you. It's like if, if if a football team was like, we will tell you when we win. They will always win because they can always just say, we won. Whether the, now that you might say like wait a minute your score is lower than the other team but they can say we are the arbiters of what whether we won or not and we are telling you that we won so we won and it works out like that for science uh, over and over and over again when they're wrong they well, just get to science. say well it's science if if i may quote nancy pelosi science 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 science, science. yes science. exactly yes I don't know when she turned into Thomas Dolby, but uh, it was nice of him to stop by addressed as Nancy Pelosi. All right. Chip Roy joins us from the nation's capital next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you uh, a little bit about Rough Greens. Jason lives in Texas. He writes in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He says, I have a nine-year-old Great Dane with a thyroid problem. She can't take her medicine because it makes her throw up constantly. Oh, you got to love that. Before I tried Rough Greens, she slept 23 hours a day. I can't tell you the difference. She does a happy dance all the way to her bowl, and she's so much more active, and she even jumped on my my shoulders twice in the last week. She hadn't been able to do that in four or five years. This is an amazing transformation. Thank you so much. Jason, that is really great news. Thank you for writing in. My dog Uno is also nine, and that's old for a German Shepherd. And the difference in him that Rough Greens has made is is unbelievable. It truly is. It's not a dog food. It's something you put on the dog food. It's a supplement filled with all the kind of things that make your dog healthier and happier. Get a free bag of Rough Greens just to try out for a couple of days to make sure your dog likes it. If, you, if they do... Go back and order a full bag of roughgreens.com slash Glenn, 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com. People are being banned on social media all the time. We need a place that's safe for conservatives to speak. It's Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash Glenn. We have a crisis at our border, and we're playing footsie with mask mandates in the people's house. I mean, it's absolutely absurd what this body is doing, the people's house. It's an embarrassment. It's a mockery. And the American people are fed up. They want to go back to life. They want to go back to business. They want to go back to school without their children being forced to wear masks, to be put in the corner, to have mental health issues. And we're running around here, and the speaker comes down here at 10 o'clock in the morning saying, we got to wear masks in the people's house while we've got thousands of people pouring across our border, and Democrats don't do a darn thing about it, heavily infected with COVID. I that was the day I truly fell deeply, deeply, passionately in love with Chip Roy. Um, if it wasn't for the icky sex, I would suggest that we got married. Um, but uh, maybe it's just me. Oh, stop it, Stu. Don't put your head in your hands. Uh, Chip Roy is with us now. Hello. Hello, Chip. How are you? You're going all Obergefell on me here, Glenn. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure about this this train of questioning, but uh, but I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, uh, I have to just tell you, I, it was so good to see you 
stand up and you were you were saying the things and and I could tell you felt it the same things that so many Americans are feeling you 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 are shipping these people in that we know have covid you did a test on them and you're just shipping them into the country and then you're telling us we're trying to spread covid we're we're killers if we don't get a vaccination or we don't believe in a mask are you kidding me it was really good really good well well, Glenn, I appreciate it. I mean, the hypocrisy is astounding. And, and like this just is just the two issues now are all coming together where the American people are just fed up. I mean, there's dozens of issues that we're all pretty frustrated about. But the, the state of the border is an absolute abomination. It's endangering Texas, it's endangering Texans, it's endangering migrants, it's empowering cartels, it's allowing COVID to spread, it's endangering Border Patrol agents. And, and we could talk chapter and verse about that and the fentanyl and the opioids all coming into our country. Meanwhile, you've got the massive amount of tyranny being enforced upon the American people by the Biden administration and now Speaker Pelosi in the House of Representatives. And it, it is absolutely untenable. I'm not going to have it. Uh, I can't in good conscience be a leader of this country and be going down to the floor wearing a mask saying, OK, I'll comply, Speaker Pelosi, whatever you say, when there were literally 90 people hospitalized in D.C. when they uh, two weeks or a, a couple of months ago uh, rescinded the mask mandate. There's 27 in the hospital right now. There's been two deaths in the last two weeks. There's been more murders than that. It is an absolute absurdity what they're doing, and there's no science behind it. One last point, the capital position who told us we all have to wear masks again, he based that upon a CDC recommendation, which was based mm-hmm. upon a study in India for a vaccine that is not approved in the United States that was not peer approved. In fact, it was rejected. And then they order us to wear masks. It's just all crap. So what's going on, Chip? What is this really about? This is about power. That is very simple. This is about power. You will be made to do what they say. You will be made to follow their orders. And this goes well beyond that. It's like critical race theory. It's everything else that they're trying to do to force us to bow down to the altar of the almighty, powerful, and government and all-knowing. It is 100%. You can see it in their rhetoric, right? It doesn't matter what the facts are. Glenn, my father is a polio survivor. I am decidedly pro-vaccine. But let's be clear. I'm decidedly pro-vaccine freedom. Make the choice based on the information available that is in the best interest of you and your family. The government has no frigging right to come in and tell me what to do. And damn, I'm going to stand up for my family, stand up for my staff when Nancy Pelosi says they have to wear masks. And I'm not going to comply. Very simply put. And in fact, they're going to cause Americans who might have gotten vaccinated to not get vaccinated because we're going to stick our middle finger up at the government saying Mm -hmm. you don't get to do that. Yeah, I read an article about a year ago, and I happened to pull it off and and save it. And uh, I went looking for it a couple of days ago. It's from the Rand Corporation. And it said that the government uh, was looking into ways, when there was a vaccine, looking into ways to convince the American people to take the vaccine. And it goes through all of the scenarios that they are recommending. None of them were belittle people, call them killers, force them to do it and tell them that they won't have any privileges. They're not trying to convince. You know, it's like this. You also did a great job uh, on the draft for women. 
I'm sure all the women organizations are like, oh, finally, we can be drafted. Um, there's no reason for this. This is th- there's nobody clamoring for this. There's no draft that is coming. It, it, it is it, it's either they know something that we don't know and they're they're going to be drafting everybody, which I highly doubt or they're doing it. So we're arguing again about something else. Well, I think there's a lot to that, right? I think they try to do that to obfuscate and change the narrative away from their absolutely horrible leadership of this country. But I will say, however, when eight Republicans on the Senate Armed Services Committee vote to draft our daughters, then we need to be lighting a fire under the rear ends of Republicans and say, don't you dare. And I mean this, I mean, I, I will have nothing to do with Republicans who vote to draft our daughters. You don't do that. You want to get rid of the draft? I'll have that debate. But I am not in any way, shape, or form going to play uh, games and say that we're going to draft our daughters. And on this, you, know, you, know, you overall, went further. You went further. You you said this quote. Let me be perfectly clear. I will not be honoring whatever law is drafting my daughter. That that is a congressman saying. If you make that a law, I'll break it. That's yep, a pretty big and deal. That's true. Yeah, it is a pretty big deal. They come and try with selective service and come in and get my daughter to have to sign that thing. I ain't, I ain't going to have anything to do with that. Obviously, if she's 18 and she has a free will, but I will back up her if she has no desire to uh, register for the draft. And we shouldn't be sending our daughters to be put in the front lines in combat in foxholes in Afghanistan, Iraq, or anywhere else in the world. It's absolutely absurd. It's not good for our defense. It's not good for our women. And uh, and I'll stand that I will absolutely die on that hill 100 percent. And and I will run against and I will fight any Republican who's on the other side of that. I have no patience for it. Have you read the uh, White House plan or strategy for uh, uh, defense against uh, domestic terrorism? Uh, I have not. Uh, It sounds like something that I'm. uh, probably do need to read yeah it's yeah let me let, let me t- you just go to whitehouse.gov and and read it but uh chip i did a special on it uh wednesday and i'm telling okay. you it's not a plan it's already being done you'll know what, what's being done um i mean just look at what the capitol police are doing why are they opening up new offices in the west coast and you know uh in in other cities other than washington dc that's why you have the office of the FBI. You don't have a a Nancy Pelosi uh, congressional police force out in the middle of America that only answers to Congress. It doesn't. I can't FOIA anything that they're doing because it's part of the legislative branch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that I look at that document and, and watch your special from Wednesday when we get off this. If you have your team send okay. a link to that because I want to watch that. I will. And, and look, I will. This is one of the reasons why I have very strong concerns about the, uh, the select committee uh, and empowerment there. We have standing committees that has oversight over, for example, the Department of Justice. I'm on House Judiciary Committee. Why aren't we hauling in the Attorney General of the United States and saying, okay, there's been 550 Americans arrested or charged with crimes about January 6th. Let's go figure out why, who they are, what they're charged with, why they're in jail, how long they've been in jail, what the conditions are. And you explain to me why they're getting the sentences they're getting or why they're sitting in jail. And then tell me what you think then uh, led to all of this. Right. Right. That's how you normally do it. When I was a prosecutor and we charged gun, uh, drug crimes, you, you charge the guy and then you go, OK, tell me who your you know, kingpin is. And you start kind of working up the chain. 
We have full authority to have an actual rational conversation, but we're not doing that. It's all political show. And it's not just a show, to your point. It's political. It's empowerment to empower them to be able to tell us how to live. And if any listeners out there don't you know, have any doubt, this is a power grab to enforce the will of the left over you. That is what is going on. We are at a basically cold war for freedom in this country right now. That is terrifying. It is truly terrifying. Um, we're talking to Congressman Chip Roy. How can we help you? Right now, the most important thing we need to do is to ensure that we have conservatives uh, with an army of people behind them, uh, telling them and encouraging them and moving them forward to lead. So, for example, in 2009, part of the reason that we had a successful Tea Party movement, which led to a lot of good things, right, the formation of the Freedom Caucus, the election of Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, uh, ultimately the election of Donald Trump. Uh, you know, and I was a Cruz guy right in 2016, but then Donald Trump was mm-hmm. elected and then he took on the swamp and all the good things that we saw through America first. The last decade was a reaction to Obama and so forth. It was very much grassroots led. The American people, in my opinion, need to get fired up again. Remember the marches on the mall? Uh, peaceful, oh, yeah. uh, very well, well executed. But the marches where people came together and they said enough. We need to send a loud signal, enough on the masks, enough on the lockdowns, enough on you know, telling our businesses that they're going to be shut down, enough of paying people not to work, enough of wide open borders, enough of empowerment of cartels, enough with saddling with China and Iran over our, our, our friends and, and our national security, enough of all of this leftism, CRT, wokeism, destroying our schools, teaching our kids that America's evil, enough of that. We say no. We say no now. We retake our country. 2026 is our 250th birthday. It is time for us to reestablish our fundamental principles, reestablish freedom for our kids and grandkids, and do so together. It's our country, and these are our terms. Will you marry me? No, seriously. No, I'm kidding. You are fantastic, Chip. Um, uh, Really, you are saying the things, and I pray that uh, your soul uh, doesn't come under attack or you don't because uh, it will uh, that you uh, you stay strong um, we we need people you know one of the reasons why I think we're not going in, in in droves to Washington is because we did work hard to elect all those people and uh, a lot of those people not the ones you mentioned but a lot of the people that we sent there turned out to be just as bad you know, the, the Democratic or the Republican Party has completely betrayed us. And you know what I thought, Chip, when you were on the when you were in the uh, well of the house um, and you were speaking the other day, uh, I I felt because I've been watching for this moment and it hasn't happened yet. But you are on the edge of it, that that uh, uh, Charles Sumner moment where he stood up in front of the house and said, you know what? None of you people believe any of this. You know, you all say that you're going to stop slavery, and none of you are actually serious about it. And he, you know, he spoke the truth uh, to the power, to the Whigs and the Democrats. And that's what started the Republican Party. Uh, and, and you know, he got a bad beatdown. I'm sure you know the, the history there. But I, I think... We are growing very close to that moment, and you almost had it this week. You almost had that moment. 
Well, I, I'm, I appreciate that. I'm not, I'm not, and you don't mean it this way, but I'm not looking for a moment. What I, for me, but I am oh, I know that. for a moment for this country. And, and I will say this on the positive, and I, this is important. When I, when I outlined there, uh, with respect to Mike Lee and, and, and Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, remember what led to that, right? Mike Lee beat, uh, Bob Bennett, a longtime establishment stooge. Rand Paul beat Trey Grayson, the preferred establishment candidate. Marco Rubio beat Charlie Crist, who's now a Democrat. And, and Charlie Crist was the NRSC Republican preferred candidate. Ted Cruz over David Dewhurst. We have these warriors here now because we demanded it. We have the Freedom Caucus, which didn't exist. We met in the basement of Tortilla Coast in 2013 when I was Ted's chief of staff and with a handful of rabble-rousers in the House. The Freedom Caucus was born the next year. We then established this fight. We were, we were fighting the establishment. And then Donald Trump basically ran on that anti-establishment platform, and he killed it. And here we're on a little bit of a, a kind of, a, you know, we're, a tide is pulling back a little bit. That's okay. We need to take all of those wins, kind of reestablish our fire, and now let's go finish the job. It is our job. It is our time. It is our country. We take it back now. Let's, we, but it's on the people. And, and we've we got leaders who are interested in doing it, but it's on the people and, and, and us to work together. Chip, if you have time, I'd love to have you on uh, one of my podcasts. So we had an hour commercial free just to talk. Um, happy I think to do it anytime. I'm happy to come to Dallas, uh, you know, roll up the road from Austin, whatever's good for you. Great. Thanks a lot. Congressman Chip Roy from the great state of Texas. Federal Housing Finance Agency has decided to eliminate a major refinance fee. That means that your next refinance could be even cheaper. You'd essentially be able to save $500 on every 100000 borrowed. Now, you pair that with the historically low interest rates that we've been seeing, and it's hard not to think it'd be a good idea to give American Financing a call and get a free mortgage review. If you're looking for a new house, the reason why, one of the reasons why they're doing this is because the housing market is no longer on fire. Uh, it has stopped because everything became more and more expensive, and they need you to borrow money. What I would like you to do is save money. If you've already borrowed or you're looking to borrow uh, or you have high interest credit card debt, don't pay a dollar more to these creeps in the banks than you need to. Pay the lowest interest rate you possibly can. And American Financing will help you get that. It'll give you a free mortgage review today on the phone. No obligation, no pressure, no upfront fees. You just have a simple conversation of what you're trying to accomplish, and they will look for a way to do that. They work for you, not the banks. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmls consumeraccess.org We want to thank everybody at uh, KZNU 1450 AM in St. George for their hospitality and their hard work and get up really early to help us. 